It's our branding experts, Arik Hirat Ibek Design, and welcome to On Branding Podcast. And my guest today is Mark Drager. And over the past 15 plus years, he has built a multi-million dollar creative agency, Fanta Media. So Mark has helped launch numerous startups and produce national television campaigns and transport international brands and has won many awards in the process. And today, Mark just wants to share with us some of his secret formula for creating brands. Hello, Mark. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the secret, the secret formula, like what well, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? You got to add your, your little spices and your little mixture, right? Yeah, every branding expert, you know, there are so many tools and techniques out there. So we have different, we, we use them uh, differently, right? We have, you have your own process. So you structured your process around three areas, right? Brand amplifier, experience amplifier, and content amplifier. So I would like you to just give us an overview of those uh, three areas. So, so starting with brand amplifier, what it is, what it stands for, and, uh, and how, how to start, you know, creating or either a brand from scratch or working on an, on an existing brand to, you know, amplify that brand. Yeah, well, listen, I, I've, I've, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. And so, you know, often there's a common language, as you've mentioned. If we're talking about brand positioning, if we're talking about brand strategy, if we're talking about brand identity, ultimately, everyone is going to arrive at the same thing. So, so, so for us, really about the amplification side of things, in my experience, uh, everybody hits a certain glass ceiling with their brand. You know, when, when you're starting, and you're, if you're a startup, or if you're uh, launching a new product, you're launching a new service, so you're doing something brand new, very few people out of the gate do everything they need to do to be able to create their brand. They, they want sales. They want a website. They want tactics. They want leads. They want to launch something. Like, you got to get your beta out. You got you to do something. And so often those we're working with, the, the entrepreneurs, the consultants, the coaches, the speakers, they have started. And then, and then you hit the glass ceiling. And when you hit that glass ceiling, you suddenly start to realize that the way you look, the way you feel, your, what you say, how you show up is holding you back. You're hitting that next level. And so for us, brand amplification is really just about looking as good as you really are. You have an amazing product. You have an amazing service. You have a ton of experience. But on, on the, either the personal branding side or the corporate side, it just gets so messy and muddled. So what we do is, is our process really focuses on helping people discover exactly who they are and, and who they need to be. It helps distill down to the elements that matter most because, sure, your experience is important, but is it important for, for this initiative, this product, this service, this customer? Sure, you've been able to have these features and benefits, but do they matter at this moment, at this time, for this customer, for this product, what have you? So we discover everything, we, def we distill down to the core elements that matter the most, and then we work through defining who you are, who your audiences are, what do they care about, what are their fears, their desires, what are their dreams, how will you help them, what's your competition doing, what aren't they mm -hmm. doing, how will you stand out, and, and really, again, look as good as you really are. Because in my experience, most people are much better than they look. <laughs> Very rarely, sometimes scammers are the other way. They look amazing and they're full of kind of garbage. But for the most part, real businesses, real people, real entrepreneurs, real services, they're so much better than they look. Mm -hmm. I, I agree, definitely. I, I can see that, you know, there are many, so many startups, small brands 
could just have a great product or offer a great service, but their branding sucks and they don't really know what to do to, to make a sense of it. It's kind of like all over the place. As you said, messy, often it looks messy and cluttered, whatever, whatever it is, it, when it comes to visuals or, or the verbal identity, right? Both. So, so can you break this down for us? So, so basically the, the first area is brand amplification, right? So, and here you mentioned things like, you know, finding your audience, doing some competitive research. So can you just break this down or maybe you can give us some examples or, you know, common misconceptions or people that common mistakes that people make in this first step when, when, when it comes to, you know, defining your audience or researching your competitors. Yeah, great question. So, so our our the, on the branding side, we have a process called Core Three. So, I, I don't know about you, but I love I, I love. There's a book called Extreme Ownership by Jaco Willick, and he's this like ex Navy SEAL, and he co-wrote it with a friend called named Left Babin. But uh, in their book, these Navy SEALs, these hardcore Navy SEALs guys, have this saying where they say the the. I think he was on on your podcast, right? I've 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 had a bunch of Navy SEALs or, on the podcast, or, but we've not quite had Jock. It was another Navy SEAL. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but oh, okay, uh, cool. Jocker writes in Extreme Ownership. He he says that, that the Navy SEALs say that the enemy always has a vote, and you know you're going off to battle. You know you're a soldier. You're in the theaters of war. The en- you you could have the greatest plan in the world, but the enemy always has a vote. They always have a say in how things go down. And so when you're talking about the branding process, whether it's a personal brand, a, a startup brand, no matter, no matter the size of the brand, often we think that we have the only say, we have the only vote, right? Like we have a plan, we have a strategy, we know what we want to say and, and what we want to be and, and all of that stuff. But guess what? Just like in war, in war, the enemy has a vote. It, in business and branding and marketing and strategy, there's actually two people that have a vote. There's not only you, your customers have a vote and your competition or the marketplace, they have a vote too. And so our core three process on the, on the branding side, on the amplification side, our core three process focuses on three core elements, three pillars. First, you. What are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your desires? What do you hope to accomplish? What's your vision? What's your voice? What's your perspective? What's your experience? What, what is it that you bring to the table that's unique? Everything about you, your your purpose, your drive, your value. And often businesses, entrepreneurs, small, small enterprise level people, personal brands, nobody spends enough time figuring that out. Right? They 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 have fuzzy ideas of what they could be and where it could go yeah. and how it could look and all of these fuzzy ideas, but they're just not specific enough. And so you have to mm-hmm. really crystallize and really understand what it is you want to accomplish and really put a fence around that and really define that. Because the next step, which is, as we, you mentioned, you know, your audience side, that's the next step. You always need to understand who your audience is. But, but so much of what you want to accomplish and what you want to achieve dictates the very audience, the very channels, the very places you're going to go and speak to them. And so the second step is ex- an extreme amount of customer research. So it's not enough just to come up with fuzzy personas, you know, uh, Sally Sue and, and, you know, Debbie, the 30-year-old and this and that. It's all generic. It's all whatever. You have to get really specific. Our process allows for, but, but many people can do this. We, we have access to market research. We're able to, to, to track, but get research on 250 million Americans on a, 
a billion devices cross a trillion daily data touch today this this month this year when you're listening to this we have access to more customer insight than we've ever had in the history of the world we can we can find which social channels people are following and what do they listen to and where do they go and what are their audience overlaps and what do people care about most we can go through uh, communities like reddit and we can look at at common questions common posts common common answers we can look at articles that people are writing and 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 youtube videos and get a sense of of everything that our audience wants and desires without having to do like let's sit down in a room and ask you a bunch of market research questions we don't have to do that we have access to all mm-hmm. of this data and so we can really really quickly figure out what it is people want to hear from you and who you need to be and so again number 1 is you number 2 is the audience number 3 is the market or the competition we have so much competitive intel we have so much data that we can pull whether you're going to facebook and looking at through face through through page transparency through their ad transparency whether you're looking at the ads that your competitors are running and the messages that they're using whether you're scraping followers and and customer overlap whether you're looking at the technology stacks that they're using using to figure out how they're building stuff there's so like even secret mm-hmm. Shopping. Yeah. There's so much you can do to determine what your customers or your competitors are doing. And once you know who you are and once you know what your, your audience or your customers are looking for in terms of the message and how you need to show up, and once you understand what your competition is or is not doing, in the overlap, in the, the center of that Venn diagram of those three areas, what you have is a positioning and an approach that is 100% unique to you. It's unique to who you are. It's saying and showing up the way your audience needs you to show up or your customers need you to show up as. And it's showing up in a way that your competition is not showing up, which means you can stand out and be different. Right. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's are some of the fundamental great tips. Just, just to sum up for our listeners, I have some, some of uh, key takeaways from, from this part. So at the beginning, you mentioned that startups often hit a glass ceiling, right? So they start with a product and service. They put, put, put some branding together, usually really fast. And, but then you know, the certain, so they just hit a glass ceiling. They don't know what to do. Yeah, no, comes from the fact that they're usually, they have, they haven't invested time and money in, you know, in proper research or strategy. So they are not clear about their brand. They don't have this clarity. That's why you would recommend to. To, to dive deep, as you mentioned, into, you know, figuring out who your audience is specifically and what they want and so on, who are your competitors, as you gave us examples, you know, what kind of technologies they use, um, what kind of messaging they use and so on. So my key takeaway from this part would be to just don't underestimate the power of research and strategy, right? So whether it is a startup or a small business or, or mid-sized business, Proper research and strategy is crucial to, to, uh, uh, okay. So um, let's move on and um, talk about the, the second, the second area. So creating the, amplifying the experience, right? So you, here you talk about things like event branding, uh, MCN hosting, pre-event social clips, you know, event production. So can you talk to us a bit about what you do at Fanta Media uh, and, and how you can help brands amplify this experience? Well, for sure. And, and here's, here's the real secret. You know, we, I started my Phantom Media, my agency in 2006. So for over 15 years now, I've been running this. And 
whether you're doing a brand, a branding exercise, or you're amplifying an experience, live events, training, coaching, award shows, whatever it might be, or you're amplifying your content, your, your, you know, content marketing, advertising campaigns. It's all the same process. We've produced over $13 million in creative content over the last number of years using this exact same process every single time, regardless of how it goes. And it, and, and the reason why we've developed right. this really, really uh, tight approach that focuses on you, that focuses on your audience, that focuses on the competition or the market is because it's the same steps no matter what you're producing. So if we looked at a live event, we could look at a live event where it's like, hey, we need, mm -hmm. we need ticket sales. We need to get people into this event. How do we go ahead and, and, and jam this event full of people? Well, that's an advertising campaign or a marketing campaign like any other challenge. So do we brand the event? What do we want to achieve? What are our customers or our audience looking for? What are our competition doing in the marketplace? And how are we going to stand out and be different? If we're talking about actually the hosting of the event and the, and the conversations or the speakers or the MC or the prizes or the roundtables or whatever it might be. Okay, let's look at that. What do we want to accomplish in yeah. this hour, in this keynote, in this section? Who is in the audience and what is it that they want to do? And what's the context of the people who spoke before and the people who spoke after? And you're right, there's no competition here, but there is an environment. And what's going to happen in that room and what's going to happen on the live call and what's going to happen in terms of, in terms of how we're going to stand out and hit the point home and make that connection for people. And if we're looking at the content amplify, amplification side, if this is a podcast like your podcast, you got to think about what you want to speak about and achieve. What's the message you want to get across? How do you want to show up? Who is your audience? What do they care about? What are the other podcasters doing? How are you going to stand out? What are you going to do to be different? It's the same process regardless if we're creating a can't-ignore brand or we're creating a book launch or we're creating a new a funnel specifically to get people to, to, to buy the MVP of our latest product or we're trying to sell more downloads or get more downloads for our new app. It is the same process time and time again. You start with you, then you understand the audience, then you understand the environment, the marketplace, or the competition. And once you go through those same steps, and we've done this thousands and thousands of times, uh, you get really good at it, but you start to realize that regardless of the project or the medium, it's always the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's always the same process. Uh regarding you know what you do right become ultimate um the process is you know the framework can be applied to, to you know to to different things right to different kind of businesses so um and then you all the, the the third area is content amplifier right so uh let's talk about this a bit so um you already started talking about this you know um things like creative videos we can leverage podcasts live events YouTube series, um, digital ad campaigns, webinars, courses, and, and, and stuff like that. So which one of those, um, where do you see the most potential here? Or um, maybe, you know, people, uh, I, I assume people want to know which one is the best to, to start with or requires the least effort or the least amount of, you know, money investment or time investment. Yeah. I, lo I love, I love that question because <laughs> I get, I, we get asked that question all the time, right? As, as marketers we're always going to be asked should i you know should should i invest in video or should uh, build new landing pages or should i start an email marketing yeah. campaign or or like what like what should i do what's right. what's the the biggest impact, where to start lowest cost mm -hmm. thing we can do and the question back exactly. always has to be the same what do you want 
what do you want to accomplish? Right? Like, like is, is, is video really, really great? It's a great medium. Podcasting is awesome. YouTube series for, uh, should you launch a webinar or course, um, digital and campaigns? I don't know. Of course, maybe. Yeah. No email. Mark. Um, like, like any tactic, any tactic, which is when we move from a top level brand down to like content creation, advertising, marketing, these are tactics. A tactic has to be yeah. the right tactic based off of your goal, your objective, your objective. So what do you want to do? Like if we mm-hmm. came up with a case study or scenario, we could right size this, but, but often we go like, I need a Facebook campaign or I need, I hear Facebook is, is terrible now because, because you can't do interest targeting. So we need to actually go over to YouTube or I really need to launch this thing or should I be on click funnels or should I, should I build something on WordPress? Like all of those things are great tactical questions, but the, the real thing to ask is like, what do you want? And once we know what you want, then we can come up with a plan on the most effective or cost effective or fastest or most impressive, uh, whatever, whatever results or KPIs we'll use to measure success. But you have to always start with what do you. Right. No, that's uh, super important. I totally agree with that. So basically the takeaway for, for you guys, for our listeners is that, you know, there are different tactics and, but instead, instead of starting with, with a tactic in mind, like, Hey, maybe I, uh, email marketing, or maybe I need to run ads on Facebook. You should really start with the plan, with the strategy, think about your goals and then go from there, because these are at the end of the day, these are tactics and you can use them successfully, but you know, you need to first have a bigger picture in mind. Um, and then, and then you can pick the right tactic that will help you, you know, get, achieve those goals faster or, or with the least amount of effort or the least amount of investment upfront. So, um, so that's about it. That's, um, an overview of, of what you offer at phantom me, um, just for, for people who want to learn more from you and connect with, um, of course, I'm going to link to your website, fanta.com, uh, but is there another way, uh, way you want people to reach out to you on social media? Well, for sure. I love to connect with, with listeners. So if you want to head over to Instagram, you can connect with me, follow me, drop me a DM, Mark Draker. It's D-R-A-G-E. Uh, if you want to learn more about our processes, yeah, you can head over to Fanta.com or you can check out any of the other content that we do on our podcast or other things. But I just want to thank you for having me. I, th- I think it's I think this is an important topic because as you mentioned, we all want to jump into the tactics, right? Like how can we go, 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 go? But there is a place for, for setting up a plan so that way you make sure that you're uh, off running a million miles an hour in the wrong direction especially when it comes to things that you're spending money on. If you're spending daily ads, 100%. Money, if you're hiring employees yeah. and they're just sitting on their hands, if you have a sales team that can't connect, can't sell, you're not closing anything, you're spending money. The tap is open. You're spending money every single day. So before you start spending that daily spend, put together a bit of a plan and make sure that you're really strategic with, with what you're doing. Right. And ultimately, you're going you're on the right path. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much. And if if you if you if you can share some socials or whatever, we'll also post to it or link to it as well. So, that's it. I'm going to link to your website. Thank you very much for joining us today and sharing your tips and I'm going to link to your website of course and you guys can reach out to Mark on on social media, preferably on Instagram. I'm going to link to your Instagram as well.
So thanks again. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, man. Have, a, have an amazing day. Bye.